0: morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I hope everyone is fantastic. Hello and welcome. Uh, my name is Coach Kalu, aka Kyle Kalou. If you don't know, I always remember that I always think that people know who they're talking to, but I'm being told that I have to mention that each time. <laughs> so uh, welcome, everyone. I am so excited for this Monday Mindset Meeting. Um, and I know you think I say that all the time, but I really don't because today is Mojia Jelly, uh, the Executive Director for the and I, um, Alberta South, and we're going to meet her in a second. But before we do that, um, please use the chat box. Let us know where you're at, what kind of business are you in, uh, where are you in the world? And we want to be able to uh, let Moji and I know kind of who's in the room, so to speak, and then we'll be able to go from there. A quick rundown for those who are joining us for the first time. Thank you. Um, where have you been? You should have always been here, but I'm glad you're here <laughs> now. We have tons of other opportunities to uh, get you caught up, so we'll give you that information later. The Monday Mindset Meeting is really simple. It's 30 minutes of us really getting into detail with the subject matter expert here with Moji, where we're going to chat a little bit about building uh, profitable relationships. We'll talk a little bit about you know what is the core, what is the mindset that one needs to have when thinking about building profitable relationships, as well as we're going to be talking about what are some actions that you could be taking this week that would be imperfect inspired actions. Those are some of the things we want you to be able to focus on because sometimes there's so many moving pieces and we just don't know what to look at. You know, uh, what you know, pretty much what uh, what actions to take. So, we're definitely going to help you out with that. After the meeting, we'll do uh, just before the end, we'll do a quick wrap up, um, maybe take uh, some questions if you do have some or comments. Feel free at uh, any time to leave that information in there, as well as Moji's going to stick around for an extra 10 15 minutes to answer any additional questions you may have. And this is a great opportunity to really pick her brain when it comes to this. Um, and uh, stuff like that. So, we definitely want you to be uh, action packed. We'll give you some information to contact uh, Moji at the end and see what Moji's up to. We'll also include my information and we encourage you to share this along. Catherine, did I miss anything? Like, do I have enough to say in the beginning? Thank you. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's let's get right into meeting Moji Ajali direct out of Vancouver. She is live in Vancouver, uh, so we know it is got awful early. Um, but let me just tell you a little bit about Moji. Focus, energetic, and purpose-driven. Moji. Uh, Moji Ajeli entered university at the age of 14. Yes, that's right. Graduating with a master's degree in civil engineering, this training is a huge part of her love for systems and efficiencies in all aspects of life. Moji has been an executive director with BNI for oh, for about eight years, and at this time, helped thousands of businesses owners across Southern Alberta. Their business, um, with their business referrals, so that they can live the life they truly dream off. Did you also know that over 270 270- thousand businesses around the world utilize BNI Network to generate valuable sales referrals. That is a big number. In recognition recognition of her outstanding contributions, Moji was named Director of the Year and Giver's Gain Award winner for uh, three out of the last 10 years by BNI Canada. She has more awards, but it's not listed here. We don't have that time. Remember, I said 30 minutes. Um, Her burning desire is to continue to help business owners succeed faster than they imagined that was possible. She's happily married at 32 years, for about 32 years, which, interestingly enough, is the, how old I am. Uh, Moji and her childhood sweetheart, Dahlia Jelly, have four awesome children who were home educated right through high school. How she does it, I don't know. They recently added a delightful little grandson to the mix, which is where she is right now visiting. Moji is an av- um, avid reader who uh, averages a book a week, uh, especially on the topics of health, business, personal growth she loves reading hiking and traveling ladies and gentlemen boys and girls please show a wave for moji a good morning moji
1: Thank you. Real pleasure to be here. Thank you for that warm introduction and uh, thank you all for taking the time to join us for this Mindset Mon- uh, Monday meeting. Uh, I know it was uh, Churchill that said he who is leading and nobody's following is just taking a walk. So I'm glad that, <laughs> that I Kyle love- and I have you uh, with us this morning and uh, together we, we hope to learn and uh, gain some insights to help us be better business people.
0: I love that I mean interesting enough you mentioned Churchill I mean he, that guy knows when you talk about even running a country run like the stuff that he the decisions I don't know if he's anyone who's read his book his biography as well as watch their, the movie it's fascinating because I'm like yeah. we're still learning that today're we're still we're still exposing to that so Moji building profitable relationship we see a lot of folks a lot of them are business owners here right now they're all doing their business again at the end of the day cash is king right it's really about profitability a lot of moving pieces on that um what does that really mean like when you hear that building profit relationships and obviously with your plethora of experience working with people uh, is there anything common can you save any of us today
1: you know it's really interesting there's a there's a um A Second part to that title just got too long and I thought, okay, we'll leave it (laughs) at building profitable relationships. But uh, for me, it's profitable relationships that also nourish your soul. Mm. So at the end of the day, uh, we don't just want to build profitable relationships, but we also want to build profitable relationships in a way that's sustainable for us, in a way that replenishes us, in a way that you know, encourages us uh, to keep going. And when I say profitable relationships, uh, we all know that in order to succeed in life, whether you're in business or work for someone else, you will need to build relationships uh, with, with the people you meet along the way. And it's, it's people who help us get to the next level that we wanna to go to. And it's knowing how to build those relationships that help us accomplish our goals that's
0: what uh, this is all about. So, yeah. I, I, I love that Moji. When you talk a little bit about you, you it's almost like you're saying you got to get something out of it too, right? Mm-hmm. Because if it's only sure. one sided, right. um, you and I both know it's not sustainable. Right. Right. Cause at some point you're like, okay, money, money, money. Uh, like it's sucking me dry. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think what you're saying is, although you do those things, you kind of have to check in that, what is feeding you back right outside of that money? Is that what you meant?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the relationships actually. um, I I might as well go into (laughs) some of the the ideas that I wanted to share. And, and for me, uh, you know, in revisiting and revaluating the relationships that I have in life, I think it really started with me working on me um, and, and really identifying where do I want to go in life? Uh, Why am I on this planet? Um, in the words of um, Steve Jobs, he said, I want to put a dent in the universe. Mm. And and that resonates with me. I believe that we can all put a dent in the universe in the sense of we are here for a purpose. And by knowing what that original purpose is, it becomes a lot easier for me to go out and connect with the people that I need to connect with in order to get to where it is. I really want to go. So, it begins with that deep inner foundational work I, uh, is the way I put it. And it is one that is very easy to, um, to bypass mm-hmm. because we're, so, we're in such a hurry to get to the next level or to, to get to the next client. Um, I forget who it was who said there is nothing worse than climbing, to the, climbing the ladder of success and discovering that it is leaning against the wrong wall. Right? Yes, so I think that was really, Kyle
0: Kalu who said that. Yes,
1: um, I like that. well, like, that how's that? <laughs> but but it is that foundational work, right? That really helps you identify, uh, okay, who it is, who who whose life will be different mm-hmm. because I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I think really starting with that foundation uh, helps us ensure that the relationships that we are building are the right ones and that they will actually get us to where it is uh, that we truly want to go.
0: Moji, you really tapped on the purpose statement right there, right? Because that's really what it is. Because here's the thing that we often talk about as coaches as well is that, you know, purpose is what gets you up in the morning. So when you say to yourself, who really needs me in my A game today? Who, who's where am I going to put a dent today? Who am I going to serve? Who am I going to do this thing? Why am I going to really do it? I think that is what keeps you coming back to it. Um, you know, I know my clients know I talk about purpose and passion all the time because we often say passion is fleeting, right? It gets you started make no mistake it's important but you do have to have somewhere for it to land right and it needs to land into purpose because then you know why you're doing what you're doing okay so how do we get into if we're talking about some key steps some things that people need to know when you think about that mindset of you know so we we got the piece around got to get clear on the purpose now how does one go around building relationship because we've seen some people who are authentic Mm-hmm. and some people who are not right it's like hi how are you you're doing good okay great can you buy this now okay great yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: yeah and, you know, I think that the second key piece for me uh, and for those of you, I see uh, some familiar faces on the call, uh, uh, people who are in B&I, it's that whole give us gain mentality. So mm-hmm. you start with that foundation and, and whether you call it the golden rule or karma, mm-hmm. it is that understanding that I will only succeed in life to the extent that I help other people. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. Uh, if it's all about me, 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 it's not going to take very long before it all gets really old. Um, I once heard someone say, if you lined 200 people, you put 200 people along a wall and you started trying uh, to to help each and every one of them, you're not going to get very far before somebody turns around and says, Hey Kyle, how can we help you in return? But if you put 200 people against a wall and you try to sell to every single one of them, chances are you're not going to be alive by the time you're done, right? It's that whole concept. Nobody likes to be sold to. Nobody likes that person who's so busy uh, trying to get out as many business cards as they can, trying to attend as many uh, networking events as they can that they're not keeping track. For them, it's just a numbers game. People are not numbers. And nobody nobody likes to be treated like one. And so it it really begins, again, with us knowing that, okay, I need to build relationships, but I I need to value the people with whom I'm building the relationships, and I need to treat them with respect and with dignity and to go out of my way to help them, because guess what? You're not going to be able to stop the flood of Mm -hmm. people wanting to help you in return when you go out with that kind of mindset. I truly think that that's, that's the second piece of the puzzle.
0: Mojo, why do you think we, we miss that piece, though? Why do you mm-hmm. think we get so caught up in the... And we hear it all the time. It's better to give than to receive. And we, again, we, it's not new. No one here, you know, remain seated, right? If you've, if you've never heard that before, right? right? It's like we, we've heard that time and time again, but why is it so difficult to actually serve before taking?
1: Right. You know, it's really interesting. Um, I, I think post-COVID things are going to be very, very different than they were before. Absolutely. We in. I think we had built a world that was just so frantic. We were all running around like, mm-hmm. I don't know, hamsters in a, a will for lack of a better term. And I think we, we just lost sight of what was important, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, we got caught up in all the, you know, business is a numbers game. And we started to go out and try and do those things forgetting basically all those things we learned in kindergarten, right? It's be kind, be nice, treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And I think with with the slowdown or the great reset, as some, of, some people have come to call it, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are starting to think a little bit more about these things and uh, are starting to reevaluate. And I, I really think, I, I want to believe that the world, that as we reopen, that we will reopen in a much kinder, both to ourselves and to others, and in, in a just more present way uh, as, as we move along. I truly believe that the, the, uh, cutting out a lot of the, the frenzy is right. going to make a difference with that. Right?
0: So you're saying if someone starts, the, the, the most effective way to start this relationship building is really finding a way how you can give to them. How Absolutely. you could either learn about them, leverage about them, give them something they need. You know, oftentimes we do hear that expression quite uh, regular about, you know, uh, people don't like to be sold to. And we don't. But here's what's interesting. We do love to buy though. So mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. happening, right? So people are buying and is it, they're buying because they have those profitable, uh, those uh, relationships, right? That's who they buy from.
1: Right. Right. Well, it's it's back to that know, like, and trust, right? Mm-hmm. All things being equal. Mm-hmm. We like to do business with, with people we know, like, and trust. Um, I would rather ask Kyle or John for mm-hmm. a referral mm-hmm. to someone who does a great job than go on Google or or any other right. means, because I don't know what's going to happen on the other end of that kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, referral, quote unquote. But we, I know if I've asked you for, for a referral and like you, you've sent me to someone, that it, that there's that borrowed credibility. Right. And so uh, really starting with that basis of trust, I think is, is that's the thing that we love to buy. We just don't want to feel like somebody's choking it down our throat. Like right. we've all had that experience where someone was such a good salesperson. They sold us something we didn't need. Yeah. You don't want to be that person because at the end of the day, the person walks away and they're like, I just spent $10,000 or whatever it was right. of money that I didn't need and couldn't afford to lose. Like, how many times are you going to make that kind of sale before people figure out that you're not sincere kind of like you Mm -hmm. mentioned at the very beginning so we want to be you know people who make a difference who help people purchase by educating them and and you know making that right connection when the time comes and what truly makes those relationships profitable is that when that person is that satisfied Mm-hmm. they're gonna go out and shout it on the rooftops absolutely they're, they're not only gonna buy from you they're gonna tell their kid and their kids friends and, mm-hmm. and before you know it that one sale ha- is multiplying right back to you because you've done it in a way that is ethical and that's sincere and that truly makes a difference and adds value to the other person
0: moji that is a secret sauce right? Mm. That is a secret sauce on profitability, that thing that just keeps on giving. And we've all done it. I mean, there's stats for those fact checkers who are who are on here or listening to us right now. It's um, 87% of people will do business via referral or some form. It. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. They're just going to pick a name out of a hat and boom, they're going to talk to someone. They're going to read something. They're going to want to look for something. And when you see those testimonies, those Google reviews that says, oh my God, this saved my life and My problem, blah 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 blah. That is what we do, and we all do it. We go back home and says, "Look at this thing that I just bought. Look, this is I got a great deal. I love the guy who helped me out. I love the lady who really talked to me and gave me the information." Mm -hmm. Constantly talk about those things, right? We're not saying, "Let me just tell you, Moji, his sales thing was on point. He had all this information. His schooling was like this. You know, he grew up here." Like no one cares about those things. It's really about. Did that connect with me? And that's what a relationship is.
1: Absolutely. Actually, you just reminded me of uh, another uh, uh, favorite phrase of mine. Mm-hmm. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. That, that's, that's what it is. Right. So whether we are, you know, just in the store or store making a purchase so, or we're about to, you know, purchase our first home or, or you mm-hmm. know, do something really big it's the caring it's me knowing that you care about me as a human being uh, that not only encourages me to purchase from you but to go on the rooftops and become a raving fan of yours and, and talk about you on and on and on
0: because i thank you for that moji because i know some of the folks who are on here and i know sometimes some of the struggles I go through uh, folks if you have questions specifically for Moji or myself please pop those in the chat room or any comments um Moji, we know a lot of entrepreneurs, business owner, operators, they get a lot of this stuff. Trust me, it's sometimes a struggle to stay present every day in it. Mm -hmm. But how do they lead other people in the organization to also walk that walk, right? And also care enough, also want to give back, also want Mm -hmm. to solve problems for the ideal customer. Because it can't just be the business owner, right? Right,
1: right. You know, what's really interesting, uh, I, I took a course with uh, Vern Harnish of uh, Scaling Up. Some of you may be familiar with him, mm-hmm. and, and he talks about the fact that if you, the way you treat your employees or your team is the way that team is going to treat your clients. So if you want your, cl- your team to care about your clients, care about your team treat them with respect, treat them the way you want to be treated. And before you know it, that starts to trickle down. And also have conversations mm-hmm. uh, with your team as to what does service look like? What what do you, when you walk into an establishment or an organization, how would you like to be treated? And how can we be those people who serve our clients in that same way? And And, you know, also I would say, reward that mindset of the members of the team constantly looking for better ways that we as team members can serve our clients and make their life easier. And I I think that all of those things will make a difference in the way the team responds and the way the team treats the clients.
0: You know, and what you touched on there, Moji, at least what I heard in my head, the story I tell myself is about creating the environment that it can be building profitable relationships, right? If you don't have an environment and that's the thing that people see through the, if it's not authentic, right? If you say one thing and then you turn around and you talk underneath your breath to your team Mm. and they hear what you say, right? That environment is not conducive for you to really build those profitable things. Right. And this way you have people, everyone in the team could be able to do it instead of the dependency. Sometimes is created where people say, you know what? I'm only going to talk to Vicky because Vicky is the only one who knows, right? right? You don't want that because you can't be there day in, day out. You want, you know what? Anyone, just phone the number. Anyone you pick up the phone will be able to help you.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and your, our clients need to have that consistency, they should be able to experience the same thing, whether they're talking to the CEO, or they're talking to the, uh, the the person at the front desk, or they're talking to any member of the team, that consistency should be there. You do not want an organization where you know, but John treats them with respect, but Mm -hmm. Moji doesn't. Or, or, you know, Kyle treats them with respect and then the other person doesn't. And they just never know from day to day to day what the experience is going to be. That is the last thing we want in order to build profitable relationships with our clients, with our vendors. There needs to be that consistency. There needs to be that culture that is basically, um, uh, that permeates the entire organization. And the other thing we want to say is, uh, do people have fun on your team? Is mm. is is it a great? Do your do your staff do your team members wake up in the morning and think? I can't wait to go hang out with the people at work today. We need to be build workplaces that that nourish people that build. Um, that excitement right of of coming to do what it is that we do and i get it you know there's the daily grind not every day is christmas we get that but at the same time many of us spend more time with our team members than we do with the members of our family and it is very important that that time the time that we look forward to and have fun with one another and And that's that's back to the soul nourishing right. part of the relationships that we build, because I think they really do go hand in hand uh, if we don't nourish the soul, it's just a matter of time before you know the money or whatever else it is that we define as profitable, it's no longer enough right yeah. so really I'm, I'm just
0: checking yeah I'm uh, just checking the screen here, just I wanted to see if Kath was nodding her head when you're talking about fun there and just making sure. Uh, because if she's not, then...
1: (laughs) Oh, Catherine, you can tell us what's really going on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When Christopher's on shift. Uh Uh, No, Moji, I really like that. And so if you had to sum up for everyone to say, listen, for this week, for the rest of this week, right, because we're really starting off now, and if you'd like to get a hold of Moji, we're going to put her information up there in a second, um, as well as uh, reaching out to, to myself. But Moji, what are some folks... What can some folks be thinking about this week? Because we heard a lot of great stuff, right? About, you know, the relationship, making sure profitability is not just money profit, it's sole profit, it's engagement profit, right? And then also for your people. Uh, however, what are some things that you'd say if people can take these, it doesn't have to be 16 things, right? It's one or two things. What can they do starting as soon as they get off this call? What can they do?
1: Love it. One of the things I highly encourage that you do this week is reset, take a deep breath, give yourself five minutes. That's it. Five minutes to do that five year from today. What does my business look like? Who am I impacting? Whose life is different because I got up each day and did what I said I was going to do. Zero in on that. And if you can do a five-minute daily check-in with yourself to just say, here's what success looks like. It really sets, it's like a GPS that sets you on track and reminds you when to recalculate and get back online line with that vision that you set out to do in the first place. And just by doing that, there will be more being than doing, which is that thing that uh, Kyle talked about, the fact that we all know this is right, but we don't do it. Well, to get the being, we need to zero in. We really need to dial in uh, with 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 ourselves on the inside and figure out where it is that we want to go. Because believe me, when you know where it is you want to lo- go, you've probably heard that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher shows up. All of a sudden, people start showing up for you that you, you never even thought were there. And things start dialing in a little bit better. So I'd say take that five minutes and really figure out What does success look like today? What does it look like this week? And uh, you'll start to see things fall in line with building uh, great Great. relationships.
0: Moji, I love that. If I could add to that, you know, it's being able to slow down and ask yourself the right question. Mm. Mm-hmm. is to ask yourself the right question. And so you can do that in many ways by deliberately asking yourself, by having someone as a confidant that you could say, here's what's going on, ask me some questions about that. Um, because I think that's a piece that we do miss, right? And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, earlier you mentioned about the, what we define as success. Everyone's looking at step six of success, right? No one, And the, the idea is to look at step one. You cannot see clearly step six if you haven't done one, two, three. And interesting enough, do you find that Modi sometimes step six just keeps moving? But <laughs> you just, it keeps moving because like, I thought Especially I wanted if that. if I don't have
1: step one. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, it yeah. just keeps going, right? So you get to a point where you have to be able to do that, you know, and that's why, I mean, I love uh, the analogy. I know, Moji, you hear me say it quite often about, you know, on an aircraft, right? You have to put on your own mask before assisting mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And so those are some of the things I think when Moji mentioned about, you know, resetting is do you have your mask on? Is your mask on before you can go out there and show up to the employees or show up to the customer or show up even for yourself, right? Do you have uh, your mask on? Moji, thank you so much. I'm glad that you're going to be sticking around. Lots of great information. Folks, uh, please let me know, uh, please let us know in the chat what resonated with you the most, just before Moji does a quick wrap up here, what resonated with you the most in today's meeting? You know, what is one thing that really stuck with you that you're still thinking about or you want more information on that you're going to be taking away from today? We always love to go through these comments after and just see what's resonating for people um, or not, or if there's an opportunity, maybe we missed it uh, altogether. And again, we this is Moji's second time back because obviously she did such a great job the first time do i hear a third time from moji let us know if i hear a third time back from moji by letting us know uh moji anything you'd like to let people know because i know like bni is a chapter what does that look like anything you'd like us to know just before we close out here?
1: right Uh, the one thing i did want to add before i Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about bni is you know use a system uh it, your system could be as simple as a an Excel spreadsheet that you actually develop to, to stay in touch with clients and, and to continue to build those relationships, or it could be your full blown CRM. But whatever that is, create a system that you love, that you enjoy, that you can commit to so that on a regular basis, you are remaining top of mind uh, with your clients. Just a real quick example, I went, you know, I'm part of a a yoga studio uh, just before COVID that I went to basically almost every day in order to just continue to tune in with myself. And believe it or not, in the last three months, I have not heard, not even as much as a single email from this yoga studio, which just really just blew my mind as to, you know, how do you as an entrepreneur not continue to just look for ways to say, here's what's going, here's what we're doing next. So don't be that business owner, be that business owner that has a system to stay in touch, to continue to nurture those relationships. Make sure that the tie I mean, your clients aren't only hearing from you when you want to collect money from them. That's mm-hmm. just not, a good way to build ongoing uh, profitable relationships. But real quick, I, I am with, uh, I am the franchise owner for BNI in Southern Alberta, and this is exactly what I do. I love helping entrepreneurs connect with people who can help them get to, to, to accomplish their goals faster than they imagined possible. And I just wanna leave you with that, um, uh, the African proverb that says, if you wanna go fast, go alone. But if you wanna go far, You need to surround yourself with people, like-minded people, who can help you accomplish your dreams uh, much faster than you imagine possible. So thank you again, uh, Kyle, for the opportunity. Real pleasure uh, to be with you all this morning and uh, knock it out today.
0: Thank you, Moji. As always, I told you guys, you guys would be inspired and uplifted by Moji. Moji, thank you. If you enjoy this Monday Mindset meeting, please share it with your friends and family. Get your mom on. I don't care. Just get someone on that you know you like and trust and you want to be able to do that. And please reach out to Moji. And if you do have a business and you're always looking at ways to expand your network, Please reach out to myself and emoji will be able to help you if those who are sticking around from the q a we're just gonna do this quick outro we'll be right back thank you all again have a fantastic week Turn off my monitor. <laughs> so yeah. was
1: just <laughs> we saw ya.
0: <laughs> as you know, I like to dance it up a little bit, so I found an outlet for that. Um, Moji, thank you so much. That was really phenomenal. You know, I, I mean, again, I mean, uh, we talk about this quite often, right? It's one thing to know; if the next thing is to execute, right? And I think that's as business owners, we do all struggle with that, right? Is how do we execute on that uh, to be able to do that? So. Anyway, I I really appreciate you being on uh, this morning. Like I said, lots of uh, business owners that's on here. Any questions for Moji or myself when you think about profitable uh, relationships? One of the questions I would ask you guys is what is your mental profitability? How are you gauging that? What is the profitability of the environment of your people? right? What are those indirect profitability that you want in your organization? Uh, where are you guys with that? If you don't know, that's a great opportunity to to know, right? Which I think would be really good. Not all at once, no one? No, all at once. Before I pick on a name. See, Moji, they're thinking with some great questions for you. They're like, okay, how do we stump her? right? Or they may be thinking they're intimidated. They're like, okay, I don't want to ask her a question. She's like, how do you not know that? Moji is not judging. She will grade you, but she will not judge you. Because <laughs> remember, she did do the homeschool, right?
1: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
0: Which is great. Where do you think Moji people get like, stuck in that whole profitable relationship? Peace.
1: You know we didn't have enough time to, to delve into mm-hmm. a lot of it. I think one of the places that we actually often uh, miss is friends and family. And I say this with, uh, uh, how do I wanna say that? I think it, it can be overdone, so you wanna be careful with that. Right. But one of the questions I ask people sometimes in a BNI meeting is, people who know you, like you and trust you will always send you business, truth or delusion. And believe it or not, that is a delusion. Delusion, yeah. A lot of us as business owners do not take the time. I, I used to say to them, my mom has since passed on, but I used to say to them, my mother knows me, likes me, and trusts me, but she doesn't send me business because I haven't taken the time to educate her about what I do. And- what would be a great referral for me? If I did, heaven help anybody passing by the streets. I right? should be <laughs> out there. Guess what? You need to talk to my daughter. You need to talk to my daughter, right? And I, I think oftentimes we assume that the people who know us like us and trust us, yeah. uh, the people closest to us, that they know what we we do and they, that they know what we need from them. And that may not be the case. So really important again as we build relationships, not to assume uh, actually. True example, this person came uh, to um, their friend in BNI and said, you know, Karen didn't buy this product from me. And mm-hmm. I was pretty sure she would. She went with my competition. And the friend was like, did you talk to Karen about it? Well, it turns out Karen didn't even know she sold the product, <laughs> right? And so do we, you know, do we talk to, I mean, we don't need to sell to them. Mm-hmm, but yeah. at the same time, it's important It's important for us to um, What's it to enlist the help and just say, hey, here's what I do. And if you ever know someone who needs this service, I would be happy to go, you know, the extra mile to to help them and to serve them. Right, so
0: yeah, I I like that. I'll give you a moment to read John's question there, Um, Moji. One of the things I wanted to add on top of that is, you know, and I did exactly that with my uh, with my own mother, right? And I said, "Mom, I know you like and trust me, no, but you don't really know the problems and issues I solve." And here's ideally, and Moji, you'd be amazed. Like she's in the grocery store now, and she's like, "Oh, I just started this conversation, and they've been running their business, and they're getting this, and can you help them?" I was like, "Mom." There's a process to this <laughs> yeah. thing, but it really is when you really get people, and that was the whole idea of BNI. If you can get those other 20, 25 members to truly understand the relationships that you want to be building, the relationships mm-hmm. you want to connect with, they're the ones who are going to connect you with those people instead of just your bio, instead of just information, right? Okay. Uh, because the family and friends can only mean like, mm-hmm. heaven bless me. And Christopher says, talks about this all the time. Like he did all these things. And poor family and friends are like, okay, what is he selling now? Okay, what does he have now, <laughs> right? And they bless their heart for supporting. But they do get to a point where they're like, okay, what business is this now? Okay, what about those pots I bought at the last time? We're <laughs> what are these things, right? So it's like, how do you get to that next level by finding a little bit more out about them? Um, do you want to... Touch on John's question. And...
1: You did talk about John stomping us, didn't you?
0: Yeah. So John I knew mean, he was going to. <laughs> John says, because uh, I, I know it makes sense to read it out just for those who are just right. listening. Um, how does mental profitability align with the great reset um, in these times when uh, there can be extreme depression in trying to achieve business success?
1: Can I be honest with you, John? Um, none of us started 2020. I mean, I started this year with lofty goals. Like, just, I'm going to hit it through the roof. This was the year I was going to be, you know, and here we are, you know. Uh, And I have had to just sit back and take a deep breath and go, what do my clients need? End of story for me right now. So the the goals of doubling our numbers, the goals of, those are all great. But right now, I'm, I'm looking around me and I'm seeing clients that some people are having a hard time getting out of bed yeah. simply because you know their makeup is such that they need to be with people physically and it that's been a little bit more difficult at any at this time that at any other so how do I serve that client and I mean I've got the clients that I run off their feet because you know, they're in the uh, tech industry, and that is an industry right now that is experiencing a boom. So it, it's really sitting back and going, what does it look like? If, if we keep our eyes on our clients, I think it will make a huge difference as to how we define success in 2020. It's just like no other year that we've never known. The last hundred years, the world, ha- world hasn't experienced anything like this. And the last 25 or so years have actually been years of relative prosperity worldwide mm-hmm. so crisis of any kind has this is just it's totally new playing grounds and i i have to admit we're all more or less putting one foot in front of another and defining success almost on a daily basis and for me it is that day when i'm able to put this, put a smile on the face of a client, or or just encourage that one more person. I'm making more phone calls than I ever did, mm-hmm. just to say, hey, how you doing? I'm not selling stuff so much. I think the sales will come. I truly think they will when people know how genuinely and how deeply uh, we care about them. I'm hoping that I'm not uh, that that was helpful. Uh, it's a very deep question, and and you know, uh, but but that's that's the way it's it's, uh, it's sort of hit me. Uh, how about you, Kyle?
0: Yeah. There's a couple of things that comes to mind. You know, one is the surface piece, right? Like you, you just kind of said is, you know, what stay focused on the prize, which is you're in business to do what, whatever that is, you still have to do it because people are depending on you to still do it. Mm -hmm. And there isn't anything wrong by checking with people and asking uh, what is it that they need? Right. Sometimes you may not have the answer. And we've, we've seen this time and time again, when people would call and says, listen, I know you're busy. I know you have a lot of things and you're pivoting. You're doing all these things that are happening at you right now. But if you had an extra pair of hands, what would you do? And so sometimes that may not be anything you do in your business, but that could be, I know someone else who can help you with that right? Or why don't I just show up and help you pack those things? It's not my business, but you know what, why don't I do, right? And so that truly exercise that, that care piece. The other thing about mental health is that, you know, we saw a few other experts that came on and talked about it specifically. We saw that sometimes it is a lot, right? Because you're dealing with personal, you're dealing with family, friends, and things that are happening in the world. Sometimes it's not even in your circle, but you will be drawn to it. We want to remind you, you need to access help. There are some great professionals in that field who's going to help you triage what's happening and be able to go from that. Because the other thing that it triggers is when you think of the fear of it blowing up. Right? Think about that. You spend years building your business. You put a whole bunch of money into your business. There's a lot tied into this thing. And so the thought of it just vanishing and it has happened to people, right? The thought of it going under or not anymore and all these emotional things you attach to it right? Could go up in smokes. It doesn't always have to be that case because you may be telling yourself a story that isn't true. So reaching out to a coach, a counselor, a therapist, or someone is going to allow you to triage that or even your colleagues, like the amount, I mean, Moji, you know this better than anyone, Hmm. the access we have in our network that we Hmm. don't even touch like, it's still mind-blowing. And you, you hear me complain sometimes about this at the regional level where I'm like, there's so much resources in VNI, and people do not tap other people on the shoulder and say, I think you do this. How can you help?
1: Absolutely.
0: Did that help, John? That was a great one because I think it's on everyone's mind, right, Moji, is what does that look like? How do I connect back into that, which is, I think, is a big uh, component of it. Um, And then how do you know when, like, you know, to make that pivot? Because I think some people, I'm not sure if you heard this, Moji, but there's people still waiting. Like, there's Mm -hmm. still people waiting on the pandemic to end next week at 315, right? So what do you say to them? Because I may have one or two words, but.
1: I think that's a dangerous thing to do. I think we need to uh, take a deep breath, assess, you know, I mean, we're all in different landscapes, you know, assess where it is that you're you're at and begin to pick up the pieces and begin to put a foot in front of another. Because we have no idea. This could be over today. This could be over in in a week. There are people who've said months. We have no idea. And so to hold your breath at a time like this, I think could be very, very det- detrimental. <clears throat> Excuse me, very detrimental. And and I agree with Kyle. Uh, let's surround ourselves with you know like-minded people. Mastermind with people as to mm-hmm. figure out what does the next step look like. And just keep putting that foot in front of the other. And if everything reopens in a week or a month or whatever, you're ready. You're not Red sitting open. around. Like it's a lot easier to keep going once you've started than to start fighting inertia, uh, inertia and trying mm-hmm. to figure out things. Uh, when, when we're back to business again. So yeah, please don't, don't wait for this. Just do what you need to do. Keep serving your clients, keep making a difference. Go back to your why. If you're doing the, the, how you do it, the way you do your business is just the, is the how of how you fulfill your mission. Mm -hmm. Go back to what your mission is and you can always find a different how to fulfill that
0: mission. If that yeah. makes, if, I, I love that. Another way of saying that too is just like answer that what if question, right? Because if you truly are telling yourself a story around, well, what if it fails? Okay, then, then answer that. What if it fails? Well, what if the people leave? Then what would you do? And what if we don't get sales? And what if we do like all those what ifs? And I think that's where people get stuck on that how piece, right? right. Around what does that look like? Now, please know Moji and I, and I could speak for Moji on this, is that we're not saying it's easy. Right. And, you know, I've learned in in my life uh, many moons ago, it's it's neither easy or hard. It just is. Right. So if you're just showing up, knowing that I just have to do this work, this is what's necessary. Right. Can you imagine if these frontliners is, as well? I know it's hard going into a burning building and I don't think I want to do that today. Well, that could be your loved one in there that they could have been saving. right? Right. So it's just it's the work that's necessary, which is why you need to go back to that. Why or why you did why did you start the business to begin with? You know, what were you you trying to accomplish to begin with? And once you know that, then the how of, okay, now how am I going to do that becomes, and you have a network of people, those who have employees, pose that problem, pose that what if to them, because I can tell you from experience, they know, they're on the front line, they see it, they hear it, they're watching it, right? They will know, and your network will know that as well. But I agree with Moji, it is a dangerous place to be if you're waiting right and we we know those folks right that wonder what happened you know wish things to happen and there's people who make things happen right so we all know if you're going to you're just going to prolong the mental anguish the depression all those things that has been attached to you you will prolong it if you just are stuck Right. Because the moment I think we saw the two in the government and we don't even want to start this conversation about government, but we saw that with the government, with the moment they said, this is what's going to be for the next two months. people were like, okay, because what we need to know. But the moment you hear, okay, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Okay, we'll see. Then everyone is holding out. Remember your customers, your employees, your vendors, people depend on you to be able to make a decision and follow it. Right. And it doesn't mean you can't change it. Am I wrong, Moji?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, you again, yeah. We're we're reiterating as we go, right? But mm-hmm. uh, you have to keep that growth mindset, which means, you know, it's. Uh, I was actually just reading uh, yesterday. It's it, there is no such thing as failure if you take it as feedback, right? It's that's one more thing not to do, absolutely. right? And and we keep growing uh, with what we learn. So.
0: Excellent. Guys, thank you so much. There's our time. We look forward to see you next week talking about organization, <laughs> our brains and our mind. Uh, Melanie Aguchi is going to be with us to virtually organizing that for those people who may have clutter, not only in their mind, but also in their space. Uh, she is phenomenal when it comes to that. So please uh, stay tuned for that. And if you haven't registered, make sure you register uh, until the end of the year. But please share that link when you get the email to someone says, hey, have you ever thought about organizing your life, your your room, or anything like that? That would be a great opportunity for that as well. Thank you all. Have a fantastic week. Moji, thank you once again. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye-bye.